it's just sitting there at the center, just engorging so much mass on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, just uncomprehend, un, incomprehend, can't talk. <laughs> it should, uh, un- un- it's super uncomprehendable. <laughs> it can't be comprehended. Damn it. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. I'm one of the two co-hosts, Matt, and with me on this April evening is the other co-host, David. Welcome, folks. Welcome to the April podcast. April is here. Spring's yep. here. It's supposed yep. to rain tomorrow. It's rain, rain and snow is what I hear, but yep. uh, yeah, a little... Uh, little chilly start to our uh, spring here in the midwest but yeah yeah for sure um so this is april and that means this is episode 20 two zero it's a big time yep. big time deal uh next next month will be 21 yeah we gotta we, treat eclipse on tap out for a nice night at the bar we were talking about that we were yeah. talking about doing uh doing a 20 21st episode uh Birthday bash. Birthday party, yeah. A bar crawl. <laughs> uh, pub crawl. Buy and, a uh, shot. Yeah, that would that would be uh that'd be a pretty entertaining thing. We could we could do uh even we talked about trying to get a brewery to actually uh, allow us to record. Yeah, we're in while we while we were uh yeah. Some so stuff we, up our sleeve. We could do something like that, but I don't know. We've got uh we have you know, we've always enjoyed interviews. Uh, I think we can both agree. Yeah. And so we have a few interviews that are kind of up our sleeve yep. um, that were, you know, our, our interview with um, uh, with Ecliptic Brewing, with John Harris from Ecliptic, Bre- Ecliptic Brewing kind of was like, yeah, this is cool. Like we can, yeah, we can do this. We can talk to people uh, that not, they might not necessarily be involved directly with space, but they have some connection one way or the other and they're interested and that's all that really matters. Yeah. I mean, I think it's comes down to just, uh, talking to people who have a passion yeah for space and you know they might not be you know uh, a rocket scientist or something like that but they they right. share that passion that we have for it so that's the cool thing and if you can mesh the two with beer yeah bada bing bada boom yeah that, his was his situation was about as perfect as it gets so so on this episode 20 um it's fitting that you know a big milestone episode in 20 is uh filled with with interesting topics so we have uh, just as a quick overview there's really three main topics and that's the falcon heavy second launch of course first mm-hmm. commercial launch the israeli attempt at the moon landing and then the black hole yep the uh, three three big things yeah really um, really big things yeah it was an eventful uh really honestly we had like a week there that was just yeah it was kind of all crammed into one week so um yeah three like yeah. mainstream news even you know like we always yeah. talk about that like you know it's big when the mainstream news picks it up yeah. um and that's what happened it's exactly what happened yeah. so so pretty cool yeah but what are we uh sipping on this evening well we went down to the market and uh we filled up a growler this evening i i actually uh finished a little a gravel road race today yes, so we decided to uh, cook out and uh, fired up the grill, had some burgers on the grill here at the uh, the pub, mm-hmm. and 
What did you fill this with? Was it? This was the uh, uh, Cellarman is the name of the brewery. Yeah. And the name of the, it was a lager called Tr- Trasher. Yeah. And I was like kind of wondering if maybe it was a, mis- a typo and that it was supposed to be called Thrasher. Yeah. Because Trasher doesn't really sound that appealing. No. Kind of makes it sound like they they were like, oh, you know, we were just going to toss this batch. But it, it tastes good. It's a, it's very much a lager. It has that lagery flavor. Yeah, it tastes good. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, smooth. Light, yeah, light, yeah. easy drinking. Um, not anything space themed, but uh, we do have a space beer for the second half if we wish yeah. to crack that one. I think um, we do wish. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Uh, and then what? There's been some changes, of course, to our set. Yes. Yes, and uh, the reason for the change I'll get to in a minute, but what we have here, instead of the uh, typical, the, the mirror that we had, which I still do have, it's just in a different location now, which I'm about to get to, but this newspaper um, is from Apollo 13. It's basically, uh, I actually got this, I found it on eBay, but it's a newspaper from Apollo 13 from the Herald Examiner, L.A., uh, newspaper local newspaper but i thought it was really cool um had the mission patch on it and has a really cool article on there i kind of like the older articles older newspapers and stuff like that so i ha- actually have two more um just around the corner in the pub which yes. is this kind of the story behind why the newspaper is right here so um yep. the mirror i actually moved so my, my dad actually made an actual bar out of an old entertainment center mm-hmm. that he had. Um, so there's an actual physical bar now just around the corner behind me. And that's where I put the mirror back behind there. So And it looks um, great. It, does, yeah. it looks actually really legit. Which yeah. is, to think that it was an entertainment center, Yeah, uh, you would never know. No, I you would have no clue. You look at the thing and you'd yeah. think, oh, that's badass. But yep. um, yeah. It's awesome. He uh, He's quite the handyman. So yeah, he, we... Uh, we have an official bar, which we actually are talking about adding a possible new segment mm-hmm. that we can do, um, you know, yep. Matt and David at the bar. Kind of like in thing. between. Yeah. Uh, so we always have our break. If you're new to, if you're a new listener, we always, our whole vibe is that we uh, are enthusiastic about space, whether it be really anything. And that's the reason why we say eclipses of all kinds in space in general, because the inspiration was the eclipse. But then we'd want to talk about rocket launches and these findings with the black hole, all sorts of astronomy related things. And really it's done over a beer because that's that casual flair that allows us to just, uh, it's not too nitty gritty into the details. Um, and so we always have a beer, mm-hmm. usually fill up that beer for the second half. And it's typically at least on the video side, which the video is pretty new to us, uh, just like music. So yeah. we might actually have a, yeah. a refilling session. We could so. do that. Just could, like a little side thing. Like yeah, bring a, bring the GoPros over there and Yep. Yeah, that'd be be something we could do. Yeah. Um vlog style. <laughs> and we already we already kinda of broke it in, broke in the bar. We uh we opened up a bottle of Welsh whiskey yep, a couple that's, nights ago and that's uh, also right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what we're, we're actually drinking house whiskey. This is the right house now. whiskey. Yeah, so which is fitting because we were just yeah. talking about this is the pub. So the pub has a house drink yep. and that's what this is. Got the house whiskey flowing right now, but uh, I think it's a uh, awesome. Like that's we we actually I actually was talking about putting that putting a bar right in that area 
in my house for since I moved in. Yeah. And he, my dad surprised me with it. Race Chaser Dad. Yep, coming through in the clutch. The legendary Race Chaser came through with uh, something I didn't even expect. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, we'll show it off yep. at the break. We'll, um, have to, we'll have to do that. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get our second beer, which is uh, going to be a fun one. It's a cool... Cool that space. is space themed. Yeah. That one is yep. very very space themed. So, but yeah, the, the newspaper is great. I think like the mirror is amazing too. But it's fitting that it's behind the bar now, where you know it belongs, so to speak. It's found its home. Yeah. And then yeah. and then this is is just as cool. I love that they have the capsule like artistically like coming through the uh, yeah the mission patch is just so cool. It's it, that's the thing that like I saw this. I think I got this thing probably what three years ago. Yeah, I, I think rem- you've had. I it think through. I remember showing you when yeah. I got it, but. I kind of like that was my vision. I wanted like three different cool like Apollo themed, you know, or from Apollo newspapers from that era. Memoirs. So this is, this yeah. is really cool. Just, you know, the 60s newspaper, you know, yeah. just kind of like that kind of look and that kind of like graphics that they have on the newspaper. And it's also a really cool article. So, yeah, um, awesome. yeah, it uh, and the other other one that I have is the Apollo 17 newspaper and mm-hmm. um, there's a big saturn 5 on it and everything we'll have to feature that one maybe maybe i'll take this one down yeah swap them yeah so we're uh versatile here yes. we can we can move stuff around this fluid. is a, yeah we're very fluid um so we can we can definitely make that happen yeah yeah so th- so we're really excited to be chit-chatting with you tonight um like david said we i didn't particularly race but uh went to go spectate the race this afternoon uh, Barry yeah. Barry Roubaix, which is becoming this big deal nowadays. Like yeah. it's be each year, it seems like it's bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it attracts this na- nationwide audience of uh, racers yeah. to come out. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but to kind of dive in, I figure we'll put in maybe one of those three topics in the first half, and then we'll see where we're at. Um, but maybe let's start with the uh, with the Israeli moon landing. Yeah. This one kind of I think for a lot of people didn't really know about this you know no i didn't know including me really yeah i I didn't i had heard about it a little but it was uh it wasn't known to me that they were actually going to make the attempted moon landing until like the day before so the story goes is that the google or the google (laughs) sound like an old person the google the google um they contacted the google yeah so google does this x prize where they um put seed money towards a project and the Google X Prize, this most recent uh, iteration, was to have a moon land, uh, lunar lander, and the uh, Israeli space, um, c- like, what agency, I guess, uh, won the X Prize, and so their lunar lander was picked as the best, and they so they sent it. And what I think you, I was showing you the picture. They launched it into low Earth orbit on a on a budget rocket. And then it orbited for a while, and then it just slowly lost orbit with Earth, and kind of yo-yoed its way to the moon until the until it eventually caught into the moon's orbit. Which which is pretty cool when you think about it. How far away the moon is? Yeah, just imagine how long that took. It's yeah, I think it did take a long time, and it, it's yeah. uh it's a kind of a novel idea, especially on like a low budget. I mean, you're not using any very little propulsion to get there you know yeah like so you're really using mostly natural occurring forces to get yourself all the way to the moon so the graphic is really interesting that they put out it shows you the elliptical path of kind of how it yo-yoed its way there and then they had it orbiting the moon and then eventually they decided all right today's the day 
press the button or whatever and it's it, it initiates the sequence to start landing mm-hmm. and unfortunately yeah it did not no did not land, but no oh, and i was uh i started kind of watching it a little bit when i was at work um just that feed that they had going on youtube but yeah you know the the build-up was really you know kind of exciting and it, and it would have been really a really big deal mm-hmm. to have them make a successful landing yep like any other you know any any other landing really but this would have been a huge deal you know especially a mission like this yeah. where it's just more or less like lower budget just to kind of like proof of concept you know yeah. landing something like that but yeah a little bit of a bummer that they yeah it would have been neat to see such a um a small country really yeah. uh do something so big and I think they have a lot to be proud on, a lot to hang their hat on. Um, the The last transmission was very near to the surface. It's like they pretty much made it. They just didn't successfully land. Yeah. Um, to then do the the, the steps after landing, which well, were all the you know all the different things that it was going to try to do. Were they going to try to just do a bunch of tests? You know. Yeah, I think it was. It... I, I don't know the exact details. Um, I don't know. I I, I don't think it was anything particularly groundbreaking yeah but uh at the same time i'm sure there was plenty of new stuff that would have been discovered by this thing because there's not really been that many obviously there's not been many trips to to the moon at all so um they would have been just the fourth country to actually have landed uh russia the u.s china and then israel yeah so uh i know they've already announced um the second one they're going to do it again they're going to send another one and go for it so kudos to them for you know not just saying, well, we we failed. Technically, we failed this mission, and we're just going to go ahead and pack it up, and just Israel is just not going to have a space program or whatever. Yeah, not the case. That's good. So I don't know how it's pronounced, but the name of the lander is B E R E S H E E T. So okay. like Bereshit or Bere. I don't I don't okay. know how to pronounce it, but yeah. that they're doing Bereshit 2.0. So, oh, okay. So yeah, two X. Yep. So right. so that'd be really uh, neat to follow that along. Yep. They just made that announcement, I think, today, actually, that they were going to go for number two. Well, that's good. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think it's kind of like a, I guess, global, whoever has a space program, it's it's more or less like you're starting to see mm-hmm. this push to the moon. And, it, it, sure. you know, little little steps, like as far as sending like a, a rover or, you know, just a, a little probe lander or whatever you know whatever it is it's that you're starting to see this kind of theme of a more mm-hmm. or less another space race i think and it's with multiple different nations so it's actually pretty exciting because you, yeah. you think i mean at least i think it's it's only going to get bigger and bigger as this goes so i think obviously each country especially if they're starting out and they have a smaller program mm-hmm. they're going to start small and then they're going to work their way up so you never know what you might see in another ten years. So yeah, um, for sure. There's there's countries that that as like a, um, just someone that very casually follows news in general or space news. If you're someone like that, there there are some countries that you might not expect necessarily to have um, a foothold in the space game, but they do. Um, we should try to send something up to the moon. Yeah, we should <laughs> just launch yeah. a launch a rocket and just figure go, out. How just to go to the there. hobby shop. Yeah, grab a rocket. An, Hopefully. Est- an Estes rocket. Try to get it up there. A foot pump rocket. <laughs> yeah. See see what we can do. But yeah. but yeah, so that was that was really neat to see um 
they had that little placard on the side of it that said i think it said small country big dreams yeah it was neat to see um and a lot of people were pulling for him i think the whole world was pulling for him they had a really cool um relatively novel way to present their data and their visuals i don't know if you on the live stream they had the actual um boosters represented in a diagram mm-hmm. and you could see they like light up on the diagram when it was actually firing in real life oh really so i you, didn't notice you kind of see like a okay. you know like a little panel uh, essentially maybe what they're seeing on their side so that was cool to see and uh i think it ended up crashing into the lunar surface at about like 300 miles per hour so they're oh. thinking it just didn't have Maybe it ran out of fuel. Something with the main engine burn, the like the landing burn, yeah, uh, just didn't go r- correct because it obviously smacked into the moon pretty hard. The yeah, yeah. If it was yeah, three hundred miles an hour, three hundred mile an hour, yeah, it would have been pretty quick, pretty quick. I'm sure it it, it could have been much much faster. Like oh, yeah. it obviously did some sort of burn because three hundred in terms of rockets and stuff isn't no the thing was too fast but it was probably going a lot faster yeah yeah. exactly it's probably orbiting way faster than that so yeah um no that that's a definitely a a bummer but i think you know i hate to say that it's a bummer man it's a bummer (laughs) it's a bummer (laughs) it's i guess uh a learning experience for them and you know they maybe they know what happened obviously they have all the data they're gonna be able to figure out okay it cut out at this point and they're probably looking into it and figuring out what happened and um just to try to correct it for the next time so yeah and which is why they're probably going for it again because they know oh hey this is what happened and it could have been something simple yeah. as as maybe running out of fuel you never know but yeah um yeah yeah some gasket blue who knows something yeah. very uh tangible that they can fix and go forward to the next time so yeah i'd like to see them uh continue to to do what they do and uh send another one up there uh really interesting stuff coming out, of, coming out of israel so um that was neat to see and i think you were saying too the whole push to the moon and i know our government has recently made some statements that um are kind of ultimate you know they're like these serious statements it's not like a eh, you know we want to do this it's we're gonna have people up back on the moon. I think it was at twenty twenty four. Yeah. So um, that was nice to see at least that there's some push from from our government too, um, kind of setting a date. Um, not just yeah. uh, not just Elon or not just uh, Blue Origin or whoever. It's like the actual. There's actually some uh, unified push maybe coming, yeah. um, which w- which would be really which is desperately needed. I think. Yeah. I think I think people are starting to see that. You know, there's a importance behind discovering and and researching and you know just exploring space mm-hmm. in general. I think I think that kind of went away for a long time, yeah. but I think right now, especially with all of you know like SpaceX and Orion and everybody who are starting to build rockets and and it's now it's it's a kind of a big deal. It's on. You know, you, you can obviously you can watch it on YouTube, but I mean, a lot of the major news networks are covering it all. And um, I think it's because of that. I think people are starting to get excited again, which is yeah. and obviously part of the reason we're here is because we want to kind of help push that excitement along with our experience with the eclipse and all that kind of thing. So I think you're starting to see that, though, just in general, I think yep. a bigger push and bigger excitement 
and I think that's why I I think that's why like you know NASA obviously NASA's always wanted to go back to the moon for I think quite a while mm-hmm. um, maybe n- didn't announce it publicly but I think for a long time it, there was a obviously for past astronauts you listen to them speak all the time and right. it's always why aren't we back at the moon why aren't you know mm-hmm. why what are we doing um, so I think it's a good thing it's like it, it's a huge push and I think it's just it's gonna bring us to Mars eventually I don't know when that'll be but maybe in the 2030s I don't know but yeah um, I think it's it's the first step to getting there is obviously you got to go back to the moon and you got to test everything so yeah it's gonna be neat to see um, and you have to figure with the way things are going with SpaceX in such a positive direction lately uh, with their success in rockets yeah that uh, who knows maybe they'll I mean, they do have the contract with NASA alongside with Boeing uh, for, to actually use NASA astronauts ab- aboard their vehicles. So yeah. um, it, with the uh, DM-1 mission, the Crew Dragon last month, they're, they're going to be launching people up in that soon, I yeah. think, this summer. So, oh, yeah. So up to the ISS. July, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be like soon. So yeah. yeah, things are going in the right direction for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's no longer feeling stagnant. Um, not that it ever, I mean, there was always stuff going on, but the emphasis on pure exploration, I think was side tabled a bit for, um, maybe other priorities in research. Um, there's been a lot of obviously ISS related things, uh, where they've been, there's been so many discoveries thanks to the ISS, but yeah, but I think it, it comes down to like people nowadays, are so distracted and just don't really if they can't see something happening and they're not totally blown away or awe inspired by like a video or a picture mm-hmm. then they don't really care yeah and so for the longest time like it, it became kind of a routine thing to send people to the iss and we haven't been sending our own people to the iss so yeah. You know, we've been using Soyuz and all that, so people just kind of like there's a disconnect because in the states, no one really feels like it's us going and doing right. that. So there's a lot of unbelievable research that's going on up there that just unless you're following NASA, you don't really know anything about. So I think now that you're starting to see rockets launch from Pad 39A, and you're starting to see, mm-hmm. we just before we started recording, we were watching a, a home video of a guy on a boat that was. Mm-hmm. you know videoing the launch of the falcon heavy right you know like y- you hear all the people cheering in the background like that is what is you need the support of everybody in the general public in order to make this all work too and yeah even for yeah. just the the general person that has no idea what the rocket is or where it's going or who made it but just to look up at that and be like that's cool you yeah. know like it, that, that's really it's really, really important. Yeah. We talked with Eli about that. Eli Burton from My Tesla Adventure. We had him on a few episodes ago. And I think he helped us reiterate that to our listeners. But it's just that's what that's why we want to do this. And that's why he does what he does. Is to just that's so important. Even though it sounds so little. Oh, that's cool or oh, that's really crazy that they can do that now. Yeah. That kind of stuff goes a long way when you multiply it by everybody on the planet you know just as general community because then when it comes time to actually make policy changes or or vote on certain who knows those people might be like oh yeah this is important this is something like you said that the priority for exploration 
needs to come back. It's like in the first man movie. Yeah. When they're asking Neil Armstrong, like what it is, like what are the, some of the priorities when that, in that interview scene. Yeah. And that's what he, he's like, I think it's really important that we, yeah. it's part of humanity. We need to explore. We need to learn more about our universe. And we just learned, obviously that we'll talk about the black hole. That was insane. Yeah. Um, stuff like that yeah. though. Like, how many there's how many more things like that are there there's just infinite oh yeah um and we realistically you know physically we've only been exploring like obviously we sent satellites and probes and all that kind of thing that have gone out of the solar system mm -hmm. but physically we've only been as far as the moon so like you know that from satellites and all that kind of thing we can actually we can see further than that obviously but mm -hmm. yeah i think we're, we're only we're in this tiny little bubble still so i think yeah. there's once we go to i mean obviously the first person to let you know step foot on mars that's just going to be a one hell of a historic day but yeah my goodness like, yeah that's you know and that's honestly that's not too far away like right and to kind of you know go off of what we were going to talk about later on like with the black hole like i never thought i'd see a picture of a black hole no are you kidding me yeah, like it's it's something like you kind of think that yeah. movie interstellar you're like oh that must be what a black hole's like and that's yep. just like the you know i guess the sci-fi version of what you mm -hmm. picture it as but now we've seen one so yeah. it's just you're kind of blows uh, i don't know just blows my mind but yeah yeah we'll talk yeah. about the the feel like some of those feelings that when you when you see that photo if you just think about it a little bit maybe and maybe we can encourage some of our listeners like we obviously have no idea like any other technical stuff it's just not it's not our forte i'm about as least technical with <laughs> science and astronomy as you could possibly be but i love it yeah so, and, and, and it doesn't necessarily <laughs> those two are not uh it's not like you have to have both to yeah to un it's it, 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 there's a basic understanding that's required of course like to to know kind of the layout of the solar system or to just be able to um take in some of that information but the the nitty-gritty details of it it just is mind-blowing even without knowing all of this math and uh, algorithms and stuff that went into processing that yeah and we'll talk about that more in a bit but um I'm the type of dude that you'll see sitting out on his hood of his car, staring up in the sky. <laughs> He's going, dude. Yeah, I'm that. Dude. I'm that guy. Yeah, we're the uh, just, we're we're gazers. Yeah, I'm a gazer. <laughs> yeah. like we we get out, we look up. It's our uh, it's our slogan. The you remember that on uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy? They used to have those two guys that would sit on the hood of the car. Yep. Dude, we're like tiny. Specs. Yeah. yeah, that's us. Yeah. We're just trying to figure it all but, out. That's yeah. all. We're just piecing it together. We're not necessarily uh, doing, doing the math and stuff no. to figure this. But And that's that's why we have so much fun with this podcast. And we hope that you do too, listening to it. Yeah. Because we're not trying to compete with other space podcasts or whatever. But there are so many out there that are very... Like, so there, there are podcasts out there that are going to tell you yeah all of the details of that black hole photo and oh yeah they're gonna tell you exactly how it was taken and all the algorithms that went into it and that i I'm, i might actually be interested in that oh hell yeah i would be like i'd love to listen to it yeah but that doesn't mean too that like you can just be on the kind of the flip side of it like what does this mean just for humanity in general yeah and how do you process this as a human being and 
Yeah. It's just from a more casual atmosphere, I think. Yeah. Um, in, in the form of something like this podcast. Yeah. I mean, that and that picture, I mean, it was everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, it was, it was a huge, huge, huge release as yeah. far as like media, social media, and then obviously just the general tv media and all that kind of thing. that was so, a worldwide yeah release oh yeah. yeah um so but we'll we'll uh you want to talk we could yeah we'll save we'll that for later dive into yeah. that and in, in half number two yeah coming up on our uh empty beer segment we, we got to find a name for empty it. beer replenishment segment yeah yeah <laughs> the my um, beer is empty segment <laughs> yeah refill yeah. the refill segment so yeah. we'll find a name for it but um yeah it's it's gonna be fun to just sh- well we'll show off your bar yeah uh the pub 39a in its full form it's, it's officially final form. it's officially uh the pad has been completed yes so yeah the uh, the final uh gantry has been yeah. uh, built and it's all there now so it's all there now so your it, home is complete yes it's uh wouldn't be the same now so it, it it's it just makes me feel just so warm and tingly inside when I walk down every morning <laughs> and see a bar right there. Yeah, it's it is cool. It, it's it's yeah. a lot of fun to have yeah. just something like that. Even if it's like like we're not I don't want our listeners to think that we're like we're like, Oh hell yeah, we have a bar in our <laughs> in our spot. Like we should just we don't even have to go out anymore. Yeah. We just we just chug whiskey all the time. Like no, it's it's more of like a. Well, thing. I mean, that's the way I feel. <laughs> it's it's fun to just have it there for. I don't know. Just, I think it like it's like your dad's pub. It's just, just just to have it there. You yeah. Know, like well, I could go rake the leaves, but I also have a bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a. It's like a. Um, it's like an oasis, like a safe area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you might have a stressful day, or you might have a. Um, uh, like you said, you're just, just doing day. like a day, or you're out raking the leaves all day, or today you raced 64 miles on your bike, or whatever. Yeah, and you come and you just want to maybe at, we'll take a nap you. and then go to the bar. I tell you that, and in, to yeah, that that uh, it was all on dirt roads. I'm like, my lower back is killing me. Like that, that was like bumpy. I mean, yeah. you, you've ridden out I've on ridden the dirt before, roads, yeah. That, yeah, like we've been out, so it's just yeah, it was uh, and it was cold and windy and it was very windy. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I rode up, rode out to the race on my road bike, and there was a couple portions of of time where I was directly into the headwind, and it was miserable. Yeah, just it was cold, uh, biting wind. Yeah, yeah. not uh, not too warm, but uh, when I was when I was rolling into the uh, this is in the town of Hastings, Michigan. If you're familiar with the layout of Michigan, it's kind of halfway in between Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo. And I rode from Grand Rapids to Hastings to, to go spectate this race. And I'm, I'm pulling in and I kind of had a general idea of what street to go on to, to hit downtown Hastings where the, where the after party, so to speak, is. And I see this portion where the, the, the police had blocked off the intersection. And I go up to them and I see that they're not letting cars through on this road. And I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm just on my bike. I'm not in the race, but I just I'm trying to get to, to the end, essentially. Um, and I'm like, well... They're, they're, yeah, yeah, go through, go, you know, not even an issue. You're on your bike. We're just worried about cars. So I go through and it turns out I was on the race course for a second. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, it was all on the, you know, the last couple of miles around the road. Yeah. Not on the dirt. So I'm going through and I, like, I, I see a couple people from like the, the, the earlier races and I'm trying to like 
get off of it as soon as I can because I don't want to be that guy that's yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to hop in the race at the end and yeah. like, pretend like I won and then, you know. But um, there really wasn't anywhere to go. And so you're coming down that hill and it's a tailwind, right, through that area. So I, it was just, I was like pegging it, trying to just get out of the situation. And I passed this whole slew of people. It was like all of these neighbors that were out on the on the sidewalk, like ringing their bells and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the winner. and i actually got it he's got it yeah i I had to make it a point to stop i actually kind of like bunny hopped onto the sidewalk turned around and i was like i just want to let let you guys know i'm not the winner i I, i'm not even in the race it was it was funny that's just in in a too honest i I would have been like riding by like hell yeah yeah i got this shit yeah yeah (laughs) in record time man yeah but um, I just, yeah, because they were just so excited. Because they weren't race officials. They were fans. Yeah. Know? They're ringing their bells like, oh, the winner. Hell yeah. No, there, so, was, there was people all over the place. They had uh, people playing bagpipes on uh, the wall. Oh, yeah. So there's yeah. like a big hill on like the, I think it's early on in the race. It's probably maybe 25 miles, 30 miles in. But you hit this steep gravel hill mm-hmm. and at the top of it there was like a bunch of people and then these guys playing the bagpipe so it was, awesome. kinda, it was pretty cool it was, it was definitely a cool atmosphere for a you know middle of nowhere type race and i'll definitely definitely go back probably yeah so, so. if you're if you're a cycling fan yeah. there, there's your little five minute cycling yeah. clip five minute segment <laughs> and also if you're a cycling fan it's a big weekend it yeah, is Perry Roubaix tomorrow. So Perry, yeah, yeah, yeah that's but, what Barry Roubaix is. Is yeah. of course named after Perry Roubaix. Yeah, um, that's that's my background is cycling, and I've mentioned it before mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yep. But um, cycling turned, uh, you know, kind of retired, and then uh, mm-hmm. now I'm back just riding for fun. Yeah, so Yeesh. it is good. So good, we're good times. We'll go uh, go ahead and refill our yep. beverages and be back with you soon to talk about the black hole. To talk about Falcon Heavy, two of the biggest things of the year so far, by far. And a and really cool space themed beer. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So we'll be back with you in just a few. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap. We are now back from our break, which we are still waiting for a name for the new segment. We just yes. posted to our Instagram, though, at Eclipse yeah. on Tap. A yeah. nice little poll. Nice little poll on there to try to get... Uh, I, I came up with the uh, Ain't Got No Beer. Ain't Got No Beer. Well, first, it was, um, it's time to replenish our beer, which is <laughs> yeah. pretty lame. That was too long. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, as we alluded to, the new segment is going to be this uh kind of well we always figured we just had an empty glass at the end of the first half and we need to fill it back up this is something we do once a month and we like to uh, have a tasty beer alongside our um our mics yeah and so we figured let's do an instagram story exclusive segment yep called 
currently ain't got no ain't beer. Got no beer. Currently, um, that's what we landed yeah. on. So if you if you feel, I guess the poll will probably be closed when this airs. It's the first thing, yeah, it so, will be closed. But, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So um, something if, fun uh, for us to do, though. If yeah. we were live right now on YouTube, yes, we could do that. Maybe but, maybe that'll yeah. be the next maybe, step. Maybe maybe we'll do a little live uh, live podcast and uh, we can do some live polls. Yeah, but. Uh, Yep. Yeah. So that's that's something just kind of fun to do. I think. Yeah. We were yeah. just talking. We uh, we made our way over to the bar. Yes, we replenished did. the beers. Pub thirty nine um, with a uh, beer from Brewery Vivant, which we've featured uh, a couple times. I think. Yeah, as a brewery yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this this here is a uh, Skylab, and uh, we were honestly we were there probably I don't know a few weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like. Three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, and checking out the menu, or the beer menu, and uh, yeah, they had this beer, space-themed beer, Skylab, and I think, honestly, I don't think I've ever, I ever had it, but apparently they had it for a long time. Yeah, that's what he made it sound like, yeah. yeah it's so, on the back side of the menu, I think, yeah. and we don't really look there. So, this is a farmhouse ale with pineapple. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be overly yeah. uh, sweet, but it is not at all. It's actually got a little bit of tartness to it. Which is really um, refreshing, as you said in the Instagram story. It is a beer that um, is really enjoyable to sip on. Yeah. And it has a, a interesting looking bottle. We'll post that to the Instagram, yeah. it, or you can see it on the story as well. Yeah. Uh, where it kind of looks like a rocket or something with a big flare uh, coming down off of it. Yeah. So. Looks like a UFO, bro. Yeah. So crazy yeah it's uh maybe it's supposed to be the the space shuttle or something i, I don't know yeah i'm not um, really sure but uh it's uh definitely tasty yes tastes a lot like the just regular farmhand beer that they have there yep but with a little extra zing to it yeah. so very good a little um, extra zing and pep yep seven percent so um definitely you there's, know. Your, that, there's your zing yeah there's your zing right there so and I think the regular farmhand they have, which is their like, like basically they they have like four beers or three beers that are like their staple beers that they always have. Yep. And so farmhand's one of those, and that one's I think around 5%, five percent. So this yeah. one's a little bit, a little bit heavier, but a little bit amped up. But yeah, uh, yeah very, amped. <laughs> amped is maybe they just chucked an Peps. amp in there. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's uh, it's tasty for sure. That's all I know. It's good. Um, enjoyed it. Good drinking. Enjoyed it indeed. So uh, that's what we've got going for for se- segment two here. Sorry, the, the second half of the episode, and uh, we think it'll be fun to do the Instagram story thing because we don't really use that feature much as of right now on our Instagram or any of our social media, and it'll just I don't know be an opportunity for us to kind of have a little bit of fun and yeah. Um, as we said, this is a casual podcast that we're trying to get people excited about space and not bore them. Yeah. And so maybe that's a, a little bit of a facet where we can I don't know make somebody laugh or whatever, become that much more engaged. So, Entertainment. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's really ultimately what this is, right? It's a yeah. form of... Uh, it's entertainment for me, more or less. It, yeah, I, I would say that yeah. this... that, And that's what I was was um, saying too when, you know, we, we posted it to the story and then I think we were both like, oh, well, should we keep it? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, this is something we do once a month. Yeah. Like, we get together, we drink a couple beers while we're talking about space. It's a once a month thing drink. and we... Yeah, yeah. it's like... It's just roll with it. Two to five beers, maybe six, depending <laughs> on the podcast. Minus, you know, but, you know how things go. The yeah. law of averages. Yeah. 
just just depends you know um depends on the topic yeah it does depends on the you know the day that kind of thing yeah. all those things kind of you know yeah we had it we had the brunch episodes where we did like the bloody marys it's all sorts of stuff it just is that yeah. that casual atmosphere where it's uh sipping on a little a little bit of beer yeah and we we hope you are at home sipping on a beer or a tasty beverage and you're talking about space with your kids or your spouse yep um yeah, the, the, the beer yeah. drinking side is not required by any means, but it's just kind of fun for us to do, especially because yeah. we are in Beer City, USA, Grand Rapids. Uh, it only is fitting that we yeah. kind of honor that. It is only fitting. And then, uh, yeah, so the second half, though, you just said, like, kind of sometimes it depends. It might depend on if we're really excited about something, which this we absolutely are. These two major topics we still are going to cover, and that's the black hole photo and the Falcon Heavy yeah. And since we kind of started off talking about the black hole at the end of the first half, let's continue with that one. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it was a decade-long research project by the Event Horizon Telescope Collaboration, mm-hmm. which is this collaboration between eight different radio telescope sites. So radio telescopes are, of course, those ones that you see you know, maybe in a sci-fi movie or something, the ones that are all kind of turning in the same direction, uh, getting some incredible images from space. And what they did is they really they took eight different sites and they kind of created an, a telescope with a focal range that was like the size of the Earth, essentially. Yeah. An Earth-sized telescope, really, all pointing at the same thing. And, and they were able to capture this, the event horizon of a black hole, which yeah. it was previously thought to have never really, like, how do you take a, how do you take a picture of that? And yeah. It, it, I mean... Of all the times to say mind blown, yeah, this is one of them because like you think about it, and I didn't really understand like until I actually the picture came out and you started reading some of the articles on how they actually did this. Oh yeah, and like you were just saying, it's like a, a Earth-sized telescope. Mm-hmm. I it, it totally blows my mind. It, it's inspiring to see like what we're able to do as far as that like the technology that we have yeah to coordinate all that and to get these all these telescopes to you know basically point at the exact same thing sync them all together i mean i know i sound stupid right now but like just how all that all those moving parts and all those things that they had to do to make that sync yeah exactly right crazy and to take this pic a picture of something that's 55 million light years away it just absolutely like, incredible. It's crazy. I, I think to the, just the idea that a black hole could be finally visualized. I mean, we've had, obviously, there's been so much theory in uh, astrophysics for years and years and years, dating back to Einstein and Stephen Hawking and all these people. Um, obviously, those two weren't around in the same era, but those were some big figureheads in the movement of studying black holes. And... Uh, it's incredible to look to back at pictures that were drawn of black holes and event horizons that were drawn 40 years ago and to see them against the picture that was actually taken. And they're pretty close. Like, oh, so yeah. the, 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 um, the math and the theory uh, kind of holds true for the most part. And really it's, you know, obviously black, this black hole is a, a, a massive star that has died and kind of collapses in on itself and creates this massive gravity engorging everything around it type situation and then 
that that light what you see around in that image um it kind of looks like a cat's eye almost yeah and that outer portion is just gases and just everything photons just swirling around into this event horizon and then the circle in the center is actually the shadow of the black hole the silhouette of the black hole and it just is crazy i think some of the some of the stats that they were throwing out were were nuts like it consumes 90 the equivalent of 90 earths a day yeah like what yeah how (laughs) do you even fathom like and like the The sheer size like just the like I think they they did there was one stat out there about like the size of the black hole compared to our sun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, don't, I what was do you know what that was? I think it like, was it was uh I know it's in the billions as yeah. far as miles wide. Yeah. Um which is just like how yeah. um this this star it was just an enormous beast um and of course, this one is at the center of the uh, Messier 87 galaxy, the M87 galaxy. Yeah. And it's just sitting there at the center, just engorging so much mass on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, just uncomprehend, un, incomprehend, can't talk. <laughs> it should, uh, Uncom- un- it's super uncomprehendable. <laughs> it can't be comprehended. Damn it. <laughs> um. <laughs> So it is. It is essentially a um, ridiculous amount of mass just being sucked into this thing, and uh, really blows your mind. It's difficult to comprehend. Yeah, I mean, in even that, that's the thing is like I don't even really totally understand black holes other than they are just like the gravity is insane in yeah, these things, like this and, sink, and it just yeah. it it basically just pulls everything in and compresses the matter yeah so like you or i if we were to fall inside the or get sucked into the black hole we would be compressed down to the size of what uh, like a pea yeah something ridiculous and then but we'd still have the same mass yeah the density would still be there yeah yeah, so we that's just totally like i don't it it just doesn't seem real but that i guess this photo kind of you know proves to us that something like this is real so it's not necessarily just a theory anymore like the this is a huge huge i mean discovery i think like oh big time taking a picture of something like this is like i mean yeah it was a blurry photo and obviously that's because it's 55 million light years away right at the speed of light it would take 55 million years to get to this thing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the way that the um, the data was processed, um, it kind of it it just it's so much data. So you, if you think about all eight of these sites, mm-hmm. uh, these radio telescope sites, they estimated that it was one petabyte of data per site, and a petabyte is a million gigabytes. Yeah. So eight million gigabytes of data is just like just yeah. insanity. It, it yeah. is. At, to think that the MacBook we're recording on has like 256 gigabytes. Yeah. And this is just this one image is being processed. Eight million of eight million gigabytes is insane. Yeah. Just, and and it was a young woman who like it was I think she was 29, mm-hmm. and she's the one that she actually kind of figured out how to basically she, format everything to make the picture yeah she wrote the the, she was on a team that wrote the algorithm to to process it and uh she 
actually, I know uh, a couple friends of mine um, that were at the University of Michigan with me that were studying computer science actually know her she went she went there as well yeah so it was kind of interesting to know it's like almost like this you know six degrees of separation type deal yeah wow that's really interesting that this this girl was able to do that and she's of course all over the headlines lately for i think and and she's talked about it too she said obviously this is a decade-long project with many many different people that were coming in and out of the project the whole time yeah but it seemed like she her uh at least final push for this algorithm kind of was like the the last thing that was required yeah and so that produced the image and and therefore uh, she gets a lot of credit for sure oh yeah deservedly so yeah um it's badass so just i mean like what is what does it mean for you like if you when you saw that image what what like i know for me i i can answer it too but what do you what was your yeah i I guess feeling i guess i guess i was kind of just First, you're looking at it and you're like, no way. Yeah. Like, there's no way they actually took a picture of a black hole. Mm-hmm. And then then you're like, holy crap, they took a picture of a black yeah. hole. And I was I was kind of just staring at it. Just I was just looking. I, I guess I just didn't really... It's hard to kind of process. You're like, just looking at the photo, just mm-hmm. gazing at it, just thinking... I mean, I guess there's no thought in my head at that point. I'm just, th- just looking at the photo, just taking it in. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe because, I mean, it's been something that's kind of been well known for a while in the astronomy world, the science world in general, but it hasn't been something that's been physically shown. Visualized, it's just been yeah. something that's, yeah, they're, we think they're there. They're, it's, it's, you know, more or less a theory. So for something like that to actually, them to actually be able to take a picture of something like that, um, I, I'm just it totally like blows your mind. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you just I never thought in my lifetime I'd ever see a picture of a black hole. Yeah, like it's I would never even thought that 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 would be like for sure we would land on Mars. I'd I'd watch a person step foot on Mars. I never thought I'd see a picture of a black hole. Yeah, oh. I I agree. I I think for me when I first saw it, it took me a second to kind of figure out what I was looking at. I I did. I feel like I'm an analytical person, so I have to kind of know, I don't need to know the absolute details, but I want to know, like, what is it that I'm looking at? And and, and I saw some nice animations out there that showed, all right, so the, this is what a black hole looks like, kind of swirls all of this, um, all of this mass around it, and it produces this light, and if you were to tilt that on its side, it would form this cylinder of light with, in the center would be kind of the shadow, the silhouette, and I'm like, okay, so, th- so that's what the image is. And once I processed that, then it kind of hit me. And I think, you know, we were talking about this the other day when, when it first came out, the, the image. Um, there's a feeling, at least for me, that makes me feel, it's, it's a feeling like no other that makes me feel just like a human being, just like tiny little speck or whatever. When you think about maybe what is beyond the universe, like if you think yeah. about the, the, the extent of the blackness i guess yeah what is it still black is it what what is it you know like out there um does it just go on forever who knows and so uh that's the that and and that feeling is almost like i guess maybe in some ways anxiety inducing at times yeah but if i ever feel anxious about it i it's something i can kind of turn into a good feeling because it's almost like wow this is this really is insane 
Yeah. And then, and, and that's the feeling I got with the black hole. Yeah. Was um, really wrapping my head around it and processing it and understanding like what is the, this is just this like, is it like a, like a, the drain of a sink? Yeah. Like, is that kind of how it is? Or is it, you know, it's just this that, wild. That's the, that's the thing. Like I'm, you know, we're only familiar and we only really know about things that are like, and, and frankly, we, we don't really know about everything just in our solar system. Like right. there's, there's a lot that we do know and a lot that we don't know mm-hmm. a lot that's been undiscovered and all that. So I'm looking at that going, I mean, yeah, we have all the math behind it and there, there's a lot of studies behind that kind of thing, but no one's physically actually been there and, and seen that. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously if you went there, you'd get sucked in and you'd be compressed Perish, down to yeah. a, down to a, a raisin. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing, like, sort of the the same reaction that I had was just looking at the picture. I'm like, like what? Like yeah. that's like, you know, if that's out there, what else is out there? Right. Like, exactly. Like, and yeah. we're able the the and then just I can't even fathom we're able to humans uh, on this tiny little blue dot floating in space, mm-hmm. we're able to take a picture of something that's that far away. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Extremely but, humbling, I think, uh, yeah. to see something like that. And it's, it's, a, it's a really cool thing. Um, and I'm glad it got as much attention as it deserved. Um, and it should continue to get attention because it's a, a, a massive step uh, in the astrophysics world. And really what, and, and they've talked like, is this collaboration of radio telescopes going to continue doing similar projects and and i think they are uh so like what other things can they hone it's like honing the entire it's like honing the power of the most powerful telescopes on earth all together collaborating in one uh uniform direction to capture some really amazing discoveries so yeah so if you haven't seen that photo, which I doubt you haven't, I feel like most people probably have on Twitter yeah. or wherever you find your news. It was all over the place. Um, yeah. But uh, our our kind of our running joke was it almost looked like like totality through like yeah. a blurry lens or something. It, it had did. That, it kind of had that same looked, vibe. So looked like an eclipse. It did. Yeah. yeah. It, it uh, was a really neat day when that was unveil- unveiled um, by the EHT, the Event Horizon Telescope Group. Um, and that was all funded by the NSF, the National Science Fund Foundation. So yep. I hope stuff like that continues, that NSF can continue to get funds appropriated to places like that um, because it is such a huge deal. I mean, it's yeah. just wild. So so that was the black hole. The black hole. And then in We other, know it's there. Yeah, we do now. It's, uh, it's visual proof. Yep. Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's exactly. a pick exactly yep there's your pick yep so the uh the last thing we want to talk about too is the falcon heavy which was falcon heavy my goodness once again just a spectacle to say the least um unbelievable like yeah. this thing like in the how the the thing that like blows me away obviously we're watching it on tv but just mm-hmm. how smooth yeah. the liftoff is yeah just everything is just it's, it's just it's like clockwork with this thing mm-hmm. um we had successful landing of the two side boosters yep and 
the center core booster mm-hmm. um, on a, I think it was, what was it, 300 miles offshore? Yeah. Drone ship out on on a drone in ship. the Atlantic so, Ocean. Yeah. So, yeah, everything was smooth. We did run into, like, we had a couple days where they actually postponed it because I think I think it was weather. Yeah, upper level winds. Uh, issues, but yeah. yeah. So, but once again, a spectacle. Um, yeah. And we, and the photos that have come out, once again, are amazing of this launch so yeah our our uh friend of the podcast brady keniston had some amazing ones was down there like he typically is these days down in cape canaveral taking photos of launches um i want your job brady i do too yeah it's uh he's a he's got an incredible talent some of his colleagues um there's there's a kind of a cohort there on twitter uh of folks similar to brady as far as their photography talent who, um, fortunately for us viewers, apply that photography talent to rocket launch photography. Yep. And they all do such a great job. And it's great to see that, you know, they all have these remote cameras. On paper, it's what, what they produce, I would assume, is similar. Now, yep. I don't know a ton about photography, but I know, obviously, this their settings are all probably different. But I'm sure they collaborate and they say, oh, yeah, this this works best. This doesn't work so well. But then the way that they interpret those photos, it's almost like art. Like they, they take their photos, their raw photos, and the way that they edit them and the way that they change the lighting up around, you know, to, to accentuate different parts of the rocket or whatever it may be. Yeah. That's what I think is so cool. And it's not like these 8 to 10 to 12 photographers that are all out there every time yeah. um, are producing the exact same photos. It's it's like, oh, wow, this this one from Brady is really cool. There's another guy. I think he's from Michigan, actually. Another Michigander, because Brady is as well. I think his name is Ryan Bale. Um, he's phenomenal as well. It's like, wow, this one's this one's crazy too. And yeah, yeah. Really they each cool. have their their own. That's the the great thing about a lot of these photos. Um, they have their own eye for certain mm-hmm. aspects of the launcher of the you know of the rocket. So you know Brady focuses on one thing maybe. Whereas another photographer focuses on another aspect of it. Yep. Um, so, yeah. I mean, overall, like flawless mission. Yeah. I mean, I literally, like, yeah. It was. It was. Aside from the delays that we had for a couple of days, which I'm glad that they do that kind of thing now. I mean, they obviously don't want to throw the thing up there and have issues. So. Yeah, those upper level winds. Yeah. I can only imagine are even potentially more important for the falcon heavy compared to a falcon 9 or any other like a space shuttle or whatever because they they're separating the side boosters Mm -hmm. in upper level winds and having to land them so it could be just that much more of an issue where it's got to be just right up there oh yeah when those winds are really blowing so definitely so um one of these that we have to get down there oh for sure there's just it has to happen i say that well we've always said that you know the next manned launch so well, who knows? Maybe this summer we can figure out a way to get down there. I I would love to see a Falcon Heavy. Launch. Dear Moon, Dear Moon, go down the for Starship. Dear Moon. The Starship yeah. is going to be insane when that thing launches. We have to be there for the first Starship, whatever yeah. that is. If it's next year, if it's three years from now, it doesn't matter because that thing is huge. It's just massive. Yeah. The the sheer uh, size of that rocket will be well worth seeing. Yeah. The one reason I want to see a Falcon Heavy though is just. The, like you said, kind of, the, it's almost like a, it's like an orchestra or something. Like it, there's just these different phases of it that you just need to see. 
um, when the when the side boosters split off and they do their little dance and they come back down and they land. Like I just need to see that. I have to. Yeah. So I hope they continue to use Falcon Heavy at least to some capacity. I know it's obviously a lift rocket. So yeah. the rocket that launched the other day was the first commercial use of Falcon Heavy yeah. for the Arab Sat 6A satellite. And it, and it did successfully deploy that satellite. Yeah. So that side of it was, was right on too. So yeah. I'd love to see the Falcon Heavy. Oh, man. It would like, be... Falcon Heavy um, or even, you know, the shoot, if we, we can get down there in July, can't we? We're gonna. I think so. We're gonna have yeah. a yeah. We're. I mean, there's there's gonna be. What were they gonna have? Two people. I think four or four. I think okay. there's. I know there's four selected. I don't know okay. how many would actually go up, but yeah. So that would be <clears throat> something to. Yeah, I mean, we're think about we're fortunate in that uh, Grand Rapids does have an Allegiant Airlines uh, bay. Do I guess on the cheap in Allegiant to Orlando. It's actually not to Orlando. It's to Orlando, but it's not the Orlando that everybody knows, which is MCO. That airport's like the one that you fly into. It's like the main one with Delta and all that. This one is Sanford, Sanford, Orlando. I think it's an old Air Force base mm-hmm. that they converted into a commercial airline airport. And uh, I flew down there with my dad this last fall. We went on a, in Cape Canaveral, we went deep sea fishing. We flew down to round trip down to Orlando for like le- a little over a hundred bucks. Oh, so uh, yeah, it, no it brainer. Is, yeah, and Allegiant, you know, has its challenges. Yeah, um, but if it's just for a quick trip like that, I think it's uh, where you're not really having to travel with a lot of luggage uh, or anything like that. It could work really, really well. And the toughest thing with a launch, and I'm sure Brady can. We got to, you know, we'll get Brady back on. I've, we've already reached out to him, and I think we'll we'll find a, a time here soon. Yeah. Because I'd love to, now that we, I feel like we know a little bit more about obviously what he does, but we've kind of honed our skills as far as, I don't know, like just asking questions and stuff. I think it would just be nice to kind of recap with him and learn about where he's gone since the last time we talked to him. Yeah. But I'd like to hear what he has to say too about like, well, what happens if you, you know, think it's going to launch this day and then it gets they exactly too, it gets exactly. scrubbed over and over again yeah I'm, I'm guessing with him he's just able to extend his hotel yeah. stay and cancel his flights or whatever we'll, we'll just have to <clears throat> call in each day and say hey i'm not feeling that good and, yeah yeah so we'll have to figure that out and and who knows maybe it'd be just our luck where we fly down and in the day that it's gonna it's said to uh, have started in this launch window and they do it right then and there because of the weather yeah. is just right um, that'd be amazing. Uh, I, I think it's it's something we've got to do s- sooner than later. Yeah, uh, especially now so. that we're we're into this and you know we're we're twenty episodes in. You know we got twenty we gotta, in. We got to find a time to get down there. I mean, if it is like let's say August that they do a man launch. Yeah, there's our two year anniversary for the podcast. Yeah. A live look into a man launch. Oh yeah, be yeah insane. Live look into the man launch. I mean, that, that's the thing is that we've, we've actually been talking about that for you know, really a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Is like the next thing we want to see is a man launch. Yep. Besides another eclipse. Of course. Yeah. Yep. So that goes, um, yeah, that goes without saying. Eclipses are Yeah. just, oh man, you got to see it. Got to see it. Got to be there. But, I, and, you know, in general, I just, I really want to get down to 
the Cape. Yeah, like it's one of the like one of my bucket list must go to yeah. the Cape. But and this could be the year. This could be the summer. Might yeah. as well. Yeah, we'll have to th- yeah. we'll have to start thinking about that and see what the uh, launch calendar is looking like. Because yep. uh, you know with Falcon, Falcon Heavy too. Getting back to that, I think it seems so like you said so flawless with this Arab Set Six A. Obviously, that required a little bit more lift than a typical Falcon 9 because the Falcon 9 has sent so many satellites into space. I don't know if it was the size or the parameters of it. Something required it to have a bit more lift, and uh, Falcon Heavy just crushed it. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's, the, that's the thing that I, like, I noticed the most is just how quickly the actual takeoff happens. Like, it clears the tower in, like... A couple seconds. Yeah, I mean, it's not 5. like point, it, five point one million pounds of thrust. Yeah, it's it's not lingering there for a little bit and like teetering around and finally gets up. But it, the things like they say go and that thing is gone. Yep, it is uh, pretty impressive, very yeah. impressive, and it's just so smooth. Like there's no, like like everything is just clockwork on that thing. So it's cool to see too, like how quickly, you know, really they have that satellite deployed like fast i mean like the the side boosters are already landed within like five minutes of the the actual launch like t plus five minutes the side boosters are landing a few minutes later the center booster uh, lands on the drone ship and then a few minutes later the satellite you know deploys or whatever yeah Uh, i think it does take a little bit longer than that sorry it's not a few minutes but but the second stage of course continues on its way yeah um and then eventually sends the satellite off into it into its orbit yeah but i think what's really neat too is to see some of those things too but you know everyone focuses on the side boosters and the, the boosters landing but the little things like the stage separation stage two like always just it's always the same thing you know they they show the the center core pulling away from stage two stage two fires up turns bright cherry red yeah and just it's like like yeah. without a hitch yeah without a hitch and it's all it, you know, th- there's no one in the, the the rocket like manning the whole thing. It, it's like totally, completely yeah, autonomous. Yeah, totally autonomous. So but that's the impressive thing to me is like, <clears throat> and everything ha- thus far has been that way. So, which excites me for yeah, you know, when they actually send a crew. Um, yeah. So and and, yeah. and most of the like obviously like the the crew dragon. You look in the capsule, and I think we've talked about this before there's not much in there Mm-mm. it's just it looks like you're sitting in a escalade yeah it's it's you know obviously there's going to be manual controls and all that kind of thing but mm-hmm. you look at it now it, it the thing is clean there's nothing yeah. in there yeah so, it's the seats and then yeah. there's a lot of space whereas before in some of these uh previous era rockets yeah in and command modules is like completely surrounded by panels mm-hmm. switches dials well, the whole buttons. thing was a computer yeah i mean pretty just, much so. just so many little intricate things they could press and now it's just like a touch screen yeah um and it's it's pretty wild so i i don't know i think falcon heavy is uh, still one of the most exciting things to watch um the 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 live stream that they do is just well done and they really do a nice job of telling you what's happening and when it's going to happen it's uh it's a sight to behold yeah yeah definitely definitely exciting to be able to see these 
little baby steps go towards getting to the moon again. Like this is all yeah. what this is because every launch that they do, it's a it's a dress rehearsal. Yeah, for that one day where they launch to go to Mars or the moon and all that. So it's right. Um, every little step they take that's a success is huge because, and it was the same way with NASA in the '60s. So. Um, you know, even when they failed, it it was basically hop back on the horse, do it again, do mm-hmm. it again, do it again, and it's been that way with a lot of these. You know, most like there has been a couple SpaceX missions that have failed, and there's yeah. there's been like it. That's where you learn, and that's where you kind of perfect it, and little by little, you get to that point where it's like, okay, we got this down, move on to the next thing. So once they, I feel like this is good that they had this you know, first kind of commercial launch of the Falcon uh, yeah. Heavy. Yep. I think this is going to be where we see the switch over to Starship Yep. over the next couple of years is where it's going to focus a little bit more on, okay, we've mastered the Dragon, Falcon Heavy. All right, let's go. Let's, What's let's, the next thing? Know, yeah. the, let's go to the next step. So, And even just the uh, the quick turnaround with Falcon Heavy from February of last year to this year, the last year, the one thing that didn't work was the center core landing on the drone ship. It landed, mm-hmm. you know, however many meters away, just straight down into the ocean at a relatively high speed. This time, like, totally landed it, which yeah. just like, crushed it. Yeah. it. It is, it's mind boggling to think that you can take three boosters that are all stuck to each other, launching a heavy satellite up into space, and all three land. Yep. None of those are wasted in what, in any fashion. And they yeah. even recovered the fairings. Yeah. It, like, just, how, like, how does that, it, it, it's it's cool to see, too, like, with Elon. So, Elon, you know, the, with the Falcon 9, if I'm not mistaken, it the first three times they launched it, it didn't work. Yeah. It, it was a failure. And he was kind of on, like, his last string with the Falcon, with, with SpaceX. And the fourth Falcon 9 worked, and it worked well, and everything was successful, and just to think, like, if that fourth one didn't go well, like, mm. if he, he's very honest in saying, like, he really does think that it, he would have had to call it quits with this endeavor. And what a shame that would be. Um, yeah. Th- seeing as how far they've come with the Falcon 9. Right. Sorry. I think it was the original Falcon. Yeah. Whatever they call the Falcon 1. But just a wild, a wild ride for that guy. Yeah. It's. And I'm I'm excited to see happy for him. Excited to see where everything goes, and hopefully SpaceX can continues to grow. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think I think this is having this as a successful mission here, and then the next one, the next one, the next one. That like I said, it's just it's basically like any other thing in life. It's like baby step to get to where you need to go. So yep, with one success will come progress to the next endeavor so i'm excited should be should be awesome but it will be awesome for sure yep so uh with that said that that's a wrap on episode 20 we want to uh, encourage you to follow us on social media if you wish we are at eclipse on tap on twitter and instagram we have a uh, email as well if you're not a social media guru uh, that's eclipse on tap at gmail.com and, of course, you can visit our website, too, EclipseOnTap.space, where we have all the episodes. We've got information about the podcast, maybe some information about our inspiration for this podcast and where it's going, where it's been, some of the interviewees we've had. 
all that kind of stuff can be found at eclipseontap.space. Yep. So um, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. Episode 20 is a wild, wild thought. Yep. We're already 20 in. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, it goes by fast. Time flies. Yep. It, uh, it's a, a strange feeling how fast it's gone. But, but yeah, episode 20 is a wrap, and we'll catch you next time in May for episode 21. We'll take uh, Eclipse out. Eclipse on tap out for a nice 21st birthday. Yeah, 21st episode, birthday. Birthday bash. Bash. Yeah, we'll find yep. a, we'll figure out a, a good idea for that. Yeah. So, uh, but with that said, uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, see ya. Cheers.